settled? Are we tense? Are we doing just okay? Either way, welcome to Later in the Void Podcast. Pod. This is a space for people to immerse themselves into this world and to be able to carve out an experience for themselves. It's not just benefits or struggles. So, to introduce myself. My name is Shane. You can call me Swizzy. You can call me Swizzy Shane. Or any other nickname that you've already came up with of Tolkien. I don't know if you saw that coming. You probably did. But if you did, the only reason why is because I've already told you in private. I told very few people in private. And now I'm just pumping out the content in a different platform that's expanding from Twitter, expanding from YouTube. I've done YouTube for over a year now, which is crazy to say. Now I'm starting this pod in a year and a half span, which is crazy and very nerve-wracking because it's something that I never thought I would have come to this conclusion. So most people are here because I am a Twitter fiend, timeline terrorist, nerd. Most of y'all barely know me. I barely know myself. Each and every day, it teaches me that I barely know shit about myself. Or barely know anything around the spectrum of reality. Whether in checks, whether in CAA, experimentation from the news, mainstream outlets. Either way, I came here to carve an experience. I didn't just come here to... Oh, succeed. Success failure are two simultaneously contrasting concepts. It's not that they're not real, it's that we put too much effort to become successful and then success becomes meaningless. I can expand on success failure in a different episode, which is in the coming future. That's a good idea. So I'm going to introduce myself. And I'm going to ramble on about myself, if you mind. Because most people are obsessed with rambling about themselves. But then, paradoxically, they also hate themselves. You could say it doesn't make sense, but to me, it actually makes a lot of sense. I'll tell you why. The reason why is because we live in a double standard society. And for the most part, we are so catered and we carved our opinions and thoughts just based off what other people think, what other people have projected out to the world. So once one person says that opinion, whether it's unpopular, I don't believe in that unpopular shit, most of the time it, it's already sugar-coated, candy cane-ass shit from you not wanting to take any responsibility from you just projecting anything, just saying anything. You just say a lot of empty value words. If I'm wrong in any instance, you are free to tell me that I'm wrong. Shane, you are so wrong for this take. I don't respect you for that. Shane, that was very smart of what you said. Shane, that was very insightful. Shane, go fuck yourself. I accept all answers. And you could just say, Oh, Shane is only saying this because he doesn't want to get backlash or he really deeply feels... You could say whatever assumptions, judgments, shallow opinions about me. That's just you talking from the windowsill, though. Are you not? Because if we're person to person, would you say these exact same things? No, not really. And that's what social media does in general. That's the whole point. 
The whole point is for people to be able to mask perfectly their identities or even expand their identities and attach themselves to different labels and all this. And then they become defined by it. And then they train their subconscious to only think in these forms and don't tolerate other people's opinions, only tolerate mine. So to get into introduction, my name is Shane. I am a 23-year-old person, dude, who is not a real person in the first place. I tell everybody that, one way or another, that I am just wearing a human costume, but I am an alien or an everlasting spirit on the inside. You could tell probably from the tweets I've posted. You could probably tell from the energy I projected to you. I'm not human. And some of the best compliments I've gotten from my parents is, you're an alien, you're not human, your intelligence is out of this world. That's greatly appreciated. I don't get compliments. I don't fish for compliments, even if at times, I would like to be concerned with what people really thought of me. But altogether, the weight doesn't add up to much within how people perceive me. What, what weighs more is my own opinion, my own vision, my own perspective of how I feel, how I see things, how I will be, how, how I will... I come across, how do I see myself in five years? And to be quite honest, that's a repetitive question and I have no idea. I'm taking it one moment at a time. So if you didn't already know that I am an autistic individual, but I'm highly functional. And for years on end, I couldn't come to terms and come to acceptance with it until a few years back. And then I became much more open about it. Last year, I've been able to one by one use each moment to be able to understand and self-reflect upon how I'm approaching these certain tactics, how I'm able to approach these certain precipicacities. It's tough. I, I have not been able to be as vulnerable as I have on Twitter compared to my real life. Because in real life, I am a neutral person. I don't feel as much as I should. I don't express myself as much as I should. I don't have the people to be able to express it to and it's not out of disrespect it's not out of oh man this person is a bot this person is an NPC no no it's not just because of that the reason is because the, the disconnect between each generation while at the same breath we're not experiencing the same life and it's not supposed to be this same alignment. We're not supposed to be on the same page, you know? We're supposed to carve out different experiences. We're individuals for a reason. We have our own thoughts for a reason, right? We have two eyes, one mouth for a reason, right? To listen more, talk less. This pod is for me to talk more, but also simultaneously come to an understanding that what I say isn't always the truth. What I say isn't always carving like a grandiose discovery. There's no such thing as perfect. I don't believe in perfection. 
And even if I had my phases, especially in high school where I wanted to be a perfect person, man, all throughout my childhood, I was always a gifted, creative, innovative child. But I had my issues with communication, I had my issues with social cues, and I still go through the same issues I had with social cues, being able to be aware of my social surroundings. And the hardest part about accepting that past when I was struggling to speak up for myself it was just the fact that I couldn't speak up for myself. It was just coming to those terms. It's like it's just so much easier to just repress, right? It's just so much easier to just avoid and just become egotistical and think much more highly of yourself instead of just coming to a common ground. My childhood taught me a lot, but I still had, and I'm grateful for my childhood because I was at my most creative. I was at my peak, I was drawing a lot, I was playing with toys, I was watching a lot of nostalgia with TV, movies, and of course, TV and movies was much more interesting back then. They did have a lot of patterns that I saw over time as I grew up, but I didn't come to full terms until I came to Twitter. Twitter laid down everything. They spoke up on a lot of things that I couldn't come to terms with. And I appreciate them for that. Twitter is a interesting place as well. But we're going to get into my high school phase. Because I talk so much about my high school phase. And I'm obsessed with talking about it for some reason. But it made a lot... It made up a lot about, about my... It brought me where I came today. It carved much more. It hit me home. It's the reason why I'm here. Talking on the pod. And sometimes I don't know how to come about what I'm saying. So I might jumble. I might do mental gymnastics. But I'm not going to do mental gymnastics on some CIA agent shit. It's just not easy to express yourself what you've been through. And it's also not easy to express yourself what you just witnessed, what you've just carved in that experience. It's not supposed to be easy. Which is why this pod exists. It's for me to be able to See my reflection. So, my first two years of high school, they were great. They were some of the best experiences I've went through. I was talking to people. I had good to great grades. I wasn't failing any of my classes. I haven't had a grade lower than a 75 at least. And then... Junior year comes around. Well then, to, to continue add on to ninth and 10th grade, I had a very, very laid out plan and vision to become an actor because I was in a, a, a performing arts school and I was a drama major. I wanted to be an actor since I was nine years old. I had the tools, I had the talent to do it. And I was. I learned a lot from those first two years. I learned discipline, I learned commitment, I learned determination, I learned desire. I learned a lot. And then comes 11th grade. There, that's me. 11th grade, everything changed. Everything. From how I view myself to my environment, to the people around me, every single thing changed. So, the beginning of 11th grade, I was not in the performing arts school homestead. I was in Florida. I was living in Florida for half a year with my cousins, my mom. 
I forgot the reason why I moved to Florida, Florida in the first place. But we moved there. We moved there to have a different life. We moved there to live with our cousins. And I was kind of looking forward to a different experience because I lived in New York. I lived in that same apart- apartment majority of my life if I wasn't going to my dad's back and forth in New Jersey. Because my parents were divorced. They've been divorced since I was a child. But I do see my dad occasionally. And I do talk to my dad occasionally. We have a good relationship. I'm happy about that myself. So while I was living in Florida, I was going to a community high school, kind of far from the place I was settling in with my mom, my two little brothers, my cousins. So I was going to the school, and I didn't have a good experience with that school. I made a couple of friends, but I could not see myself being immersed into that space. I hated my time in Florida altogether. I didn't have a good experience living there. I hated being caved into the house all day, just playing my Xbox. And if I wanted to go out somewhere, I had to drive or I had to be driven. And it was annoying as fuck because in New York, I could walk everywhere. I could take a train, I could hop on the subway. I can take a bus. It's just so much easier. Especially walking. I'm so used to walking. I love walking. That if I were to live anywhere that's so car dependent. Bro, I'd be in shambles. Hate having a drive around everywhere. Be driven everywhere. Why can't we just walk? Why can't we just enjoy walking? Walking is a form of meditation, you know? So yeah, that Florida experience was not good. I didn't enjoy it. Even me sleeping with my mom and my little brothers was a chaotic experience. Just mostly because I didn't have good sleeping nights. I was really uncomfortable in the bed I was sleeping in. But I didn't tell anybody anything. I didn't ask for help. I hate asking for help. That's my, my, that's my core issue. That's one of my core flaws is don't like asking for help. I am a very stubborn guy. I'm a very rebellious person too. I use it in good faith. And then sometimes I use it to push people away. And I've especially used that tactic. After I got back from Florida. I did go back to my performing arts high school in the middle of 11th grade. We just said, "Hey, we're we're not we're not going to stay here. We're going to move back to the house." So we did. We stayed in the first floor for a little bit. When our our, our apartment, our original apartment floor was being fixed, and then we moved back there. Five months. Five months. Something. So when I got back to my performing arts high school in the 11th grade and moving forward as I was graduating, it was not the same experience that I went through the first two years. Everything changed. This is where I started losing my motivation It wasn't burnout that it came all of a sudden. That burnout was built up over time. It already built up from Florida. Florida education. Florida education is something else. Florida, it was so easy to pass your classes. Very easy. You had very little homework. And you could easily pass that class. You just have to do your homework. You just have to do your tests. You just have to do your work and that's it. You Attendance wasn't that much of a priority. It was different. 
when I got back to New York, it was like the worst adjustment I've ever made. It's like the people I became cool with, it's like I started falling out. And then after a while, especially senior year, I stopped talking to everybody. Especially at the end of the day, I stopped talking to everybody. I stopped. I, I, I skipped school a lot. I skipped school a lot towards the end of the year. I had nothing to prove from school anyways. I was already graduating. I had everything covered. I'm like, what's the point? And these people don't even fuck with me. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, these people don't fuck with me. And then I developed that victim mentality for the past, or in the past, for the few years coming. The few years that are coming, especially when the pandemic was hitting, yep, I had that victim mentality. And that was being my ass. I was going through a spiritual battle with my ego and my pride. But I'm all over the place. So what ultimately happened during high school, that second portion, it just it just wasn't the same. Like I just I go to the school and like all these people that I came across the same familiar faces or new covers, I didn't feel any connection anymore. I couldn't really every time I I was in the space. I didn't know what to talk So I just sat there and just stared at all of them while they were talking. And they tried bringing me into the conversation, including me. It's not like they were all me. They were actually really nice people. They were actually cool. They weren't bullying me. I actually did get bullied a lot in elementary and parts of middle school. That middle school, I have a middle school episode where it was it was fucking great. I totally forgot about it until just now actually. So in the post aftermath of high school, that's when things started to go downhill. So I graduated high school in twenty eighteen. That was a great time. That was a great reliever for me because I was already burnt out from school, but I didn't tell anybody about it. But my grades went. I was barely passing some of my classes, or if I was passing my classes, it wasn't in the same level of 85, 90. It was 80, 75. It just wasn't the same for me. I just viewed school as just. Uh, whatever. So post high school, I took a gap and I didn't go to college. I actually did get accepted to my favorite college and what college I wanted to go to, which was a performing arts college for my acting career, so I could get started. It was a drama. It was for acting. Dude, my dreams was almost there to be an actor, and then I had to pay $72,000 tuition, and then that's when my tension built up, that's when I became angrier, that's when I became a repulsive, insidious person, more mischievous, much more tense, much more... Ugh. You're, you're making me mad. Type shit. It's just so much. It's just a lot to get through. So, in the post after that, after the gap, I went to college. A community college. And that first stage of the community college was the worst schooling experience ever. Not only was the experience bad, but it got even worse over time. It's not like the people were, were, were just being all weird and strange. Just a bunch of pussies overall. It was just 
my case, when I already burned out and did not tell anybody this, and I built up tension, I was angry every day. Dude, I was, I, I was failing all of my classes in college. My first semester of college, I flunked all my classes, except for two. First semester. And then, and during that period, that, that last portion of first semester, I had a couple anxiety attacks during that span. I fainted during that time. What was it? Winter time? I don't remember exactly what day, day it was. It's such a blur. But I fainted twice the same day. I had a panic anxiety attack that same day. And I had to sleep overnight in the hospital. So that's when. I stopped caring about school, and then I flunked every but two classes my first semester. So then, that was, I went through the process of academic ex excusing it and not putting no credit on it. And then my second semester came around, I suffered another anxiety attack. Luckily, I didn't have to go to the hospital, but I did go to checked up my heart, I checked up my, my brain scans and all that stuff, went to, what was it, neurologist? I think that's what it's called, I'm probably wrong. Either way, I did go see a neurologist, and then my burnout, I was just done, I was just done. And then again, I failed all my classes, but like two. And then from there, I was on the verge of being academically expelled, so I stopped going to college. I just got down. And that was during... That was even before the quarantine pandemic. That's when I stayed home. I was unemployed. I didn't have school. So I spent a year and a half not in school. Not in job. I stayed home. And I brought myself and I suffered. Whether it's through gaming or whether it's through Twitter. I rather nice up. It was a really, really terrible 2018-2021. Partial 2021. And then I met some people on the Twitter side of things and then that changed. I wasn't being a regular user, I was being active, and then, and then, I met a couple people off there, and everything changed. Because I was already applying to another community college at the time, and then, as soon as I saw it, everything changed. I think everything just aligned back to a, a sense of direction. Because I was going to college, but before I could even go to college, because we were in a pandemic, we were in this this crazy-ass time period. We're still in a crazy time period still, by the way. Don't get it twisted. But that quarantine, getting out of that time period was just a blur. So we were getting out of there. I was applying to colleges, and yeah, I settled. I settled for my second time going to community college for two years associates in liberal arts. So I did that. And part of, part of my major was to take sign language, ASL, and I did And I did that for two years. But before we could get into that, I want to talk about gender and all that stuff. I want to finish up my come up because then I'll be all over the place. So when, so as I was going to my second time 
being in college, going through that experience. It was very interesting to say the least. Because most of the classes were on Zoom, we were barely in person. We were just easing our ways into it. second semester in college and was to do YouTube because I was meeting all these people on Twitter I was doing my thing I was talking a lot about the world talking a lot about life esteem talking a lot about myself a lot of my character character development I was talking to too many people I was being a timeline terrorist I didn't know exactly what he wanted to do at all. I was extremely, extremely hesitant or extremely derivative of that idea because I didn't think it would amount to anything. But then I trained myself over the past few years. possessed by it, utilize it to the extent where you could fulfill your desires. Don't be possessed. Like most people do with their emotions. Get possessed and then they start doing everything and they treat their subconscious and act upon only that desperation. So when I took the next few months after coming to a consideration of YouTube, I just started. I did a few practice sessions, and then I just started. I was extremely nervous to even upload something. And then I did it. Last year, I was eating some damn Wendy's. It was just a regular time. I was just introduced myself and just chilling. And then I uploaded it, and then I got a lot of good reception. It feels natural now. Like, oh. And then I started becoming more consistent with it. And then just realized, okay, this subscriber numbers game does not matter at all. It was never my intention. It's not a priority. If it was a priority, I sh should be making completely different content then, right? For me just talking shit about life, talking shit about certain discourses like gender wars, gender ideologies, politics, just talking shit about how science, everything is, and how life is a scam, but, <laughs> ultimately though, it, what I've learned over time, especially starting this pod, is that you should just do whatever get started. Even if you don't have the material, the materials is never incremental. So you can start get something going. If it was, then why do you think about the first place? No? So then after I was doing YouTube for a while, I was on the verge of graduating. I was getting nervous I, I started experiencing another heat of burnout. Except I had the self-awareness, I had the experience, and I've been able to cause a better solution, a better round to go. So it's just
Jay. You're the worst person ever. You deserve the worst. Nah. If, if the world was really against you, you would not be here. Well, you're, you're right there. So, the world is not against you. You can think all you want about me alone. This is the worst experience I've ever went through my entire life. And then you just see all the good things that just come across you. And it's tough because most of us have trained ourselves to only see good after we've accomplished or on the verge of success, success in whatever goals we've made or the final result. That's the only time we'll appreciate it. That's why most people complain about why are you taking it for granted? You were not there from day one. completed college this year. I graduated from community college in two years, which is fucking crazy. So in that span, when I, after I completed my college, my entire view of life changed, like genuinely. This is the time officially when everything started to genuinely get better. I started to see my future much more brighter scent. It was like the last puzzle piece to the full puzzle. It like the final infinity stone to capture all these stones in this hand. It's like I did something, finally. But I didn't see it as like a huge accomplishment still. Started attaining some great luck over the past month or so. Got a job, employed. Now I see my future looking much better. Much, much better. So, since we're going in circles, how about we talk about generators? Because that's my favorite topic to constantly and Most people just be going in circles. Same topic. Let me let me destroy your logic in ten seconds after this interview. All right, we're back, and it's been interesting because I've been a little bit back and forth, having to reiterate some stuff. Hey, I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna fuck up sometimes. That's the whole point of the process. This is the first episode. I don't want to be perfect. I don't want everything to be dialed down in one. I just need experience. Everything will take time to immerse, and I don't have a script for me. At all. I don't do scripts. You just have to say everything for what it is. From heart, from the dome. Right, so that's a really great way. The only time I'll do a script is if I have a guest, and I'm not doing guests yet. Later, later. Give me some time. I'm gonna do this pod on my own, like I've done YouTube on my own. I haven't had a single person on. You gotta enjoy your own company. You gotta be entertaining yourself first before you can bring other people. You just have to have that energy, you have to have that personality. So, let's talk about gender wars. My favorite topic to be entitled to discuss and being entitled to look into. Because so many people are infiltrated by their ego whenever they talk. It's like they're so biased that they're not biased anymore. They're just talking from their own 
experience. But then their experience doesn't even hold a lot of weight because their experience doesn't equate to every single person in the world. And that's that's just not the issue. That's not the only issue. The issue stems when you constantly immerse yourself in these spaces where you have to reiterate the same five talking points. You have to reiterate that men are different than women. You have to reiterate that men provide women nurturing. It's like, at this point, are you guys really what you say? Are you really these providers? Or are you just saying that because you want the idea of providing? Or you want the idea of just being the alpha? Master content that there's a drastic difference between It's like they always have to have a say in something. It's the same with the manosphere. But they do it in a completely different fashion. Feminism, they just they just make it obvious that they're doing it for a show. For men, they don't make it obvious. They actually hide and repress their emotions. They repress their thoughts. So they everything comes out ten times more dramatic. So most people hate themselves? Is that the reason why most people cope with whatever they're thinking? Yes. Most of these people only think these certain things in general, whether it's something about politics, whether it's something about the gender, role sphere. Most of these people only believe what they believe is because they're coping. If they did not believe that thing, they just jump to the next thing. The next day. They don't truly believe what they say. Because they don't even embody that behavior. They don't become an example. Everything is all... I have to prove myself to you, stranger! That's that's all it is. Like, why do you have to spend and, and drain all of your energy for an internet stranger online about a debate about something? that you should already know about yourself. You know you're a man. You know you should be providing. You know that you should have a purpose. Woman, you should already know you're nurturing. You should already be taking care of yourself. You should already know you should be helping out your man. So why are you guys doing these mental gymnastics on something so obvious? And I can even link some of my videos too, and I can refer to them as well, but I'm not going to do that right now because I haven't went back to my videos to prep for this bit. I'll start doing that. So I'm going to refer a lot to Twitter. I'm going to refer a lot to my old vids. I'm going to refer a lot to just whatever is happening in that spectrum because a lot of that spectrum, they live a completely different reality for me. And that's not just something, oh, I want to criticize. It's not just criticism. It's just how it is. In the same breath, you don't use your anecdotes for to be morally righteous, to be the bigger person, to be morally superior. These moral superior complexes is such an epidemic. But then... These are the same people with moral superiority complexes that also hate themselves. How are you going to hate yourself when you view yourself so highly? You see, I'm not going to run around this, this gender war topic any longer. I got out what I need to say. And the point is obviously there. You get the gist understand why some of these people say the things in the way they say. You understand 
and grasp why people think the way they You grasp why people think the way they do. You grasp that there's more 25 plus year old gut people, or guys, or females, whatever you want to do, whatever suits your, your narrative. Most of those 25 plus year old people, they insert themselves into those discussions compared to the Well, they're, they're, most of their opinions are more advertised compared to 18, 19, 20. 18, 19, 20 are easily influenced. They're so gullible. They can't think for themselves. They just got out of school or just got out of college. Dude, they're vulnerable to anything. They don't know how to think for themselves critically. School doesn't teach you how to very good thing. Even, even if they have like a five second lesson on they only tell you to critically think for them. That's literally the point of indoctrination. Indoctrination so you can repeat certain information, and then with that information, you can just repeat it without you analyzing it. And then once you're told to repeat something, you can just repeat it without even looking back and reflecting. This is the first episode. We gotta lay out and settle with what we have right now. So ultimately, this is very interesting. I'm glad I'm doing this. Because right now, I'm just in shock. I've gotten to this point. I've used another outlet. Outside of Twitter, so I don't have to rely on Twitter, and you guys don't have to gaze your eyes on anything, anything I constantly say. Yes, hear me out. Hear my vibration. I breathe with you. Universe to my world. Or actually, universe to your world. It's like real connection is losing its value just based off not just technology. learned that over time, that most people just choose to be alone. Most of these people just choose to isolate themselves. You may not think that right now. You may disagree with that. You're allowed to. This is ultimately at some point, do you want to stagnate? Are you going to get mad because another person just called you a bitch? Or you're going to be mad because your life is not in the right direction? That you want it to be. So you might as well shift your focus, shift your attention, because that's currency. And the mainstream higher up elites, they utilize your attention for profit. So shift your attention not to the mainstream. Shift your attention towards your path, your journey. It's unique. You're supposed to carve your own experiences. You're not supposed to rely on other people to do it for you. It's your own experience for a reason. It's why it's so easy to fall for these gender wars because they're just talking out of their ass. They don't even know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're doing. And it's okay to not know what you're doing either. Just don't make it seem like you got everything down when you don't. Healing is a forever project. It's not, oh, there's a final destination. By 35, I'm done. That's not how it works. So guys, I hope you enjoyed. And if you didn't enjoy, 
That's perfectly fine by me. I've been all over the place. And that's a good thing. I see a long-lasting effect with this problem. As long as you guys understand where my ultimate thoughts and where my vision goes, there's times where the self-expression is not there, but you can see, you can tell there's a pattern. Guys, if you see patterns, not jot, jot it down somewhere. Note it. Somewhere. Don't forget about it. Don't just let it go. If you see something that doesn't have significant value, you just let it go. It's like watching the stars. I think the stars are the thoughts. So each thought is this thought is something from the past. It already happened. It already went through it. It doesn't even matter. Just let it be. Another thing is that. Oh, I don't know how to come about this. It just came for no reason. Let it go. There's certain things to let go, and there's certain things to just keep tight. Choose your thoughts wisely. Don't just use our thoughts wisely. Is that where we're going to stop? Yep, most definitely. I appreciate all of you for coming in. I don't know how to express gratitude. Awful time for not. But it's very appreciated. And I would like you to be able to see understand that your experience and my experience are different but we can share a connection we can share something special if you just allow yourself to if you don't let your ego and pride get in the way so cheers guys hey cheers oh and also we be get used to the background noise I live in New York. There's trucks coming, there's kids yelling, there's people screaming in the fall. Get used to it. And there's crackheads. Huh, got him. <laughs>